Hello, Beavers, and welcome back to Recognizing RHS, presented to you by Smoothie King. I'm Reagan. I'm Alex. And I am Henry. This week's episode will start off with our student and staff shoutouts. Then we will go over all the amazing things that have happened in our weekly rundown. Followed up by an interview with Ian Gaspersik, Evan Palermo for our students, and Mrs. Lucas for our staff interview. And finally, before we get started, we wanted our listeners to know that we are currently looking for sponsors. There are donation tier options that you and your company can choose from that will come with different incentives. To learn more about the opportunities that come with being an episode sponsor, please contact us at RecognizingRHS at RiversideSchools.net or send us a message on Twitter or Instagram at RecognizingRHS. Let us know if you or anyone you know is interested. Thank you. All right, now let's get started with our student shout-out. This week's shout-out goes to... Michael Keller and Ainsley Seifred. Michael and Ainsley were voted this year's homecoming king and queen. This is so well-deserved for all they do for our school. Michael is one of the student section leaders and is involved in cheering on all the sports here while also being the senior class president. Ainsley Seifert is a key member of the band, which is always bringing the energy at the football games and is also involved in basketball at Riverside. Congratulations, guys. Thank you for everything you do at our school. And now for this week's staff shout-out goes to... Dr. Bassage. Dr. Bassage does so much here at the campus. Not only does he offer amazing help for those who are looking for a plan after high school, he is also always so upbeat and positive. If you don't know Dr. Bassage, you can most likely find him outside every morning, greeting everyone coming to school, starting off our days positively. Thank you for everything you do for the school and community. All right, moving into the weekly rundown, we have girls cross country. The girls team won the Cardinal Invitational this past week. The team took places 1 through 10 in the open meet with Anna Fekinen taking first place. Varsity runners took places 3, 4, and 5 at their meet. Congratulations and good luck at your upcoming meets. Next up is boys cross country. With Bryce Weber still at the top of the area for times, we have Noah Bloor, who moved to the 8th best time in the area, and John Young and Scott Cavell hold the 21st and 22nd spots on the board. Keep up the hard work, boys, and good luck. Moving on, we have girls soccer. The girls still remain above 500, even after a tough loss to Mayfield. They are still also in the upper half of the conference. They look to improve in these next couple of games. Good luck, girls. Boys soccer is up next. The boys beat Mayfield in a tough conference matchup. The final score was 2-1. to one. They remain undefeated in the conference and look to keep up their streak in the next couple games. Good luck, boys. Up next is the volleyball team. Some of the team's leaders are Jordan Kim Cla- oh. I almost swore. Up next is the volleyball team. Some of the team's leaders are Jordan Klimkowski in kill percentage with 33%. Rachel Horvat leads the team in blocks with 27 And Maribo Siki leads the team's ace percentage at 13.3%. Good luck in your upcoming games. To finish up the sports, we have the football team. The guys beat Mayfield 57-7 in the homecoming game. Cameron Simpson had a game to remember with six total touchdowns with three passing and three rushing and close to 200 yards passing. The team also recorded 12 total sacks. The boys look to continue the win streak with their upcoming games. Good luck. Switching gears, we want, <laughs> Switching gears, we want to congratulate the homecoming maid of honor, Carmen Jurek, and the king runner-up, Dom Tromba. Congratulations, guys. Next up, we'd like to introduce seniors Evan Palermo and Ian Gaspersik. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Just came from physics. I'm relaxing. I just bombed an economics test, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Amazing. Um, we'd like to start off by asking guys, what are you involved in? Uh, I'm involved in, let's see, marching band, theater, NHS, and soccer. Wow. I'm not as cool. I'm only in marching band and drama slash theater. That's so equally great. That's good stuff, yeah. Um, what instruments do you guys play? Um, I play the saxophone and the trombone. I play the saxophone for concert band, and I've been playing for like 
seven plus years probably and then the trombone i switched over freshman year and have been learning ever since then which one do you think is easier saxophone yeah for sure what about you evan so for marching band i'm in drumline and that means that it's more than just one instrument so out of the four years i've played bass snare and then i'm currently playing tenor slash quad slash coins slash the big drums Wow. And and then I play drum set mainly outside of marching band. Yeah. Impressive. Which one? Go ahead, Henry. Ian and I used to play saxophone together. <laughs> yeah, Henry and I killed it, bro. <laughs> we were in that one special band together in was middle it? school. Oh, uh, what eight? was it called? I can't remember. Pops oh Ensemble? Pops Ensemble. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was in the chamber musical groups that like went to all the, the Chamber schools. Music Festival? No, I did like the ones where you went around to all the elementary schools. But oh I was my pretty, god, really? I was pretty bad yeah. at clarinet, to I used to get honest. kicked out of band class all the time when I was in band. So <laughs> I'd get in trouble a lot, and I played the trumpet. I used to pour water in the end of my trumpet and then blow it out <laughs> the top. Sounds <laughs> like you're the least musical one here. <laughs> uh, maybe. Eighth grade band truly was like the best. Like Seventh, eighth grade band truly was just the best when you didn't take it that serious but it uh-huh. was fun enough because it was just all of your friends yeah. making yeah. moderately decent sounds <laughs> out of an instrument <laughs> do you guys ever like compose your own music or i mean i've tried i'm yeah. kind of bad at it yeah i mean because like you have to think about like you have to think about not just the melody and everything but the harmonies and then if you want to get like technical and go in the piano and do chords and everything yeah. so like i mean a great person i know that does that is frank sanzo yeah uh-huh. but like I've, I've tried. It's, yeah. it's harder than it looks. Yeah. What about you, Evan? Yeah, it's especially from a percussion standpoint because it's so kind of disconnected from the rest of music. It, yeah. it can be hard to make, you know, melodies and chords and all the music theory side of it. But I can, I've been able to before make drum pieces for stuff. That's a lot more easier for me. Yeah. But to make a whole song, that's a, that's a beast. To yeah. Uh huh. Do you guys have like a band that inspires you or is it just like off the top of your head that you go with? Off the top of my head. Yeah. I don't listen to bands that much. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Music guy doesn't listen to music. I like uh, Lil Uzi Vert and uh, oh my that's, God. How you, so, <laughs> that's what I, you base your saxophone yeah, playing that's off what of. I, I like those, yeah. I base my saxophone off of the drum machine in 808 with Lil Uzi Vert. Um, I don't listen to any like, I've never specifically been a fan of just one um band but i've listened to a lot of genres so i try to just branch out to listen to different things and yeah i mean really if you like bring a genre up i'll probably say the most generic artist of that genre because that's i try and like touch on everything so it's hard to get in depth yeah but you know i've listened to my good amount of probably 80s you know 90s funk yeah and then of course the occasional kanye (laughs) (laughs) do you guys have like do you have like a specific song you really enjoy playing like what's your favorite song out of all of them to play on your instrument i liked hot cross buns when i played the recorder that was my favorite jingle bells that we can't forget about the recorder days that That was was the greatest instrument of all time i feel so bad for all of our parents right now (laughs) come like having to think about like kindergarten you have you look at like the expense chart for your kid and one of them says recorder <laughs> you have to go to the store and buy your kid a recorder just for him to blow into it at like it's nine or ten at night too. yeah and they just had to pretend that it was good music too and it just was not 
Yeah, I remember being so scared because we had like our final thing was you had to play it in front of the class, and that hot cross buns really had me stressing out. I was like, freaking out. It's like three separate different notes just played over and over again. Literally moving your uh -huh. middle finger, but that's it. I actually found out something that's just really crazy. I'm in a few bands at Lakeland, yeah. a uh, jazz band, and I found out that the vocalist that's joining us was my kindergarten music teacher. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. That's funny. Small and world. I, yeah, and I haven't told her that yet. I, I'm wondering how to approach her on that. I'm like, hey, just so you know, you've been doing this for at least 12 <laughs> years now. <laughs> that's funny. How do you guys think the regiment has been doing? I think we've been doing pretty good. I mean, we're smaller this year. I've, that's the most comments I've heard from people that aren't in regiment is oh yeah. you guys are smaller yeah but we sound just as loud yeah, yeah we're i think that the hit that we've taken considering everything in covid like yeah we sound just as loud as we have in the past couple of years yeah. it hasn't been as great yeah but like it's just as equally loud mm -hmm. and if not a yeah. little bit better yeah uh-huh and it's also this is the first year i think where we've touched into the 2000s with we're playing fallout boy and yeah. the past as far as I can think, it's been 70s, 80s. Nothing that's wrong with it, but yeah. it's just the first day when we found out, I was like, yes, we made <laughs> it to the 2000s. We have Fallout Boy. Finally. I think I love Fallout Boy for the band. It sounds yeah. very good. We played it in middle school. We played oh. Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. I remember that. You I remember, playing, so I remember yes. playing Uma Thurman. That was so good. You just unlocked that from my memory. <laughs> On my trumpet filled with water. Oh. It's the best song to play. So, can you explain to the listeners what a band show is like? Um, so, band show is basically where we go out and we perform against like seven or eight other bands, and it's not really like a competition. Like, you're not really scored. It's more go out there and have fun. But the way I look at it is, we we're competing. Like, we're yeah. the best band out there uh -huh, more sure. than half the time. Yeah. And there's maybe one band that's better than us, but like, I mean, I'm sitting up there and I'm critiquing them. I'm like, oh, that's terrible marching, or they're yeah. dancing right now. Why are they on the field like, whipping a nay nay? <laughs> like at our last one, they were just. You, you all, you all don't understand how much dancing goes on in a marching band until you go to marching band shows, and literally half of them have a dance routine in it. Really? Like, it's something that like usually when we do like a drum break, I know yeah. I don't know because I'm playing the drums, but yeah. you the other the band is like setting up some picture or something yeah. there is so many times and you all should probably be kind of as a spectator standpoint be a little bit grateful that we're not doing some like half-hearted dance moves <laughs> on the field but there's so many and it's and i've seen some great shows but it's just hard to like really be like that was great knowing yeah. that a band had uh -huh. to do like uh an adult male had to look at somebody and go okay you guys need to whip on measure 35. <laughs> but for a band show perspective, like, it's like anything else when, even if it's not a competition, you're always watching and you're always like, okay, that's a cool move that they did there, but I'm pretty sure I could do it better or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, but while there's no winner, you want to go out there and just show the, the people yeah. that you're with that, you know, hey, I know what I'm doing and I can do this pretty well. Yeah. Who would you say is like the, you guys said you're pretty high up there on like the top. Who would you say, what other schools are up there with you guys? So uh, the first band show we went to was in the North Wilton one. They were a fantastic band. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they played a Star Wars. They had like, there's like different shows and stuff. Um, they had a, I think they had the Star Wars show 
and it was like their tone of their overall instruments were fantastic probably a little bit better than us just yeah. because i mean their director focused on different things than our director does yeah but, i mean mm-hmm. how many band shows do you guys go to in a year two or three usually last year none COVID. Yeah. this year we're supposed to go to three but just weather reasons the last one got canceled but it's it's the menor one so it's cool but it's like the real experience is getting on a bus yeah. for like an hour uh-huh. and a half our freshman year we went on a bus for two hours just cool. to go to this old rickety school that didn't have enough like size bleachers for us because we were, had 200 of us <laughs> and spent the whole day out and literally like if i just like threw a dart at the middle of ohio that's where we really? were practically <laughs> cornfield ohio that's funny all right, and then what's been your guys' favorite memory from all your years of marching band? It's hard to boil it down to one. Yeah. I mean, it's always, it's as dumb as it might sound, like the bus rides are always fun when you have to go like an hour. Yeah. And then you have to entertain yourself with other teenagers for one hour, and you have to decide how do you want to do that. But just it's also, you know, we have a band camp every year where it's, like eight hour days of marching yeah. learning a show and while it could be grueling especially this year where every day it was like 90 degrees uh-huh. and humid yeah it it's fun to like you get to know people and you meet friends you get to like really know the group that you're with yeah which is always fun yeah it's probably the after parties honestly yeah. well i say after parties it's not like partying but just going out after yeah, a game right. and performing your best and then uh-huh going at the end doing a bunch of chants and then hanging out with your friends yeah. relaxing and yeah. just having a great time that's sweet yeah. say parties we are a marching band. we go down to Abbey's <laughs> 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 a wild night and for the musical and the play are you guys going to be in either of those um i'm in the cast for the play that's clue this year oh um, wow yeah that's probably cool it is it's murder mystery it's oh. and we're not doing like the high school version so it's not like pg Ooh. down we're oh, doing wow. like someone's doing actually like, getting murdered I yeah there, there are multiple <laughs> multiple people getting murdered method <laughs> acting somebody actually dies every show <laughs> oh god it's getting dark on the podcast <laughs> um so do you guys plan on continuing to play music in college like through your college or are you just gonna continue this as a hobby um I'm probably going to continue just, like, for fun. I mean, I'm going to try to go for a scholarship. And then if I get into the band there, wherever I'm going to college, yes, I'll continue to play. But outside of college, I can't see myself doing anything. So my master plan has been, air quotes, master, has been to hopefully try and pursue a double major in marketing and uh, commercial music, they call it. Some schools call it jazz studies essentially just playing drum set in college hopefully gives me a good scholarship opportunity gives me a chance to play down the road and also you know helps when my main education in marketing make it a little bit less expensive yeah because if i enjoy doing it so i thought to myself well if i'm gonna play anyway might as well just try and get some money off and you know smart yeah Yeah. it's a great agenda do you guys have any idea where you guys want to go um not really. I'm looking into the College of Worcester right now. Yeah. Because I, I, th- I imagine a smaller school probably is what I'm looking for. Yeah. You, you can get more involved with, like, right. I could be a walk-on for volleyball, yeah. honestly. That'd be I'm sweet. pretty fantastic at that. I want to see that. <laughs> I, I will, wherever I am at, if you have a volleyball game, please let me know. I will fly if I need to I'll to watch it. you it play. He'll be there no matter what. <laughs> uh, I want uh, some schools I'm looking at, OSU, but... 
my main school is in Carolina. It's called Coastal Carolina. Oh, wow. You know, they've been they've been That's killing a nice it a little bit with football. I actually they have been. I toured Coastal Carolina. No, it's a cool no, school. Did. It's a very cool no, school. It's it's in, it's you know, it's it's a fun place to you know. I went there. The big selling point is they have something called Fried Chicken Fridays. So I have to oh. go there for that wow. reason only. I mean. Like, how, how do you say no to that? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And it's not Ohio weather. And yeah. it's not Ohio weather. Gosh. That's very true. It's like, it's what very, is it? Very enticing. That would be perfect. I love waking up in the morning and being like, okay, it's 50 degrees right now, but in three hours it's going to be 80, uh-huh. so do yeah. I want to wear shorts <laughs> or pants? And how badly am I going to sweat if I wear pants, or how badly exactly. am I going to freeze? I think the same thing. I don't want to get out of bed in the morning because it's so cold in my room. <laughs> I just lay there all morning, dude. I do not want to get out of bed. All right. To wrap things up, can you give our listeners a piece of advice? Um, definitely give band a chance. Yeah. Uh, it's probably seen as a little weird, which it is. It, you, don't get me wrong. There are some weird people in there. But I know that I walked in the ba- marching band, at least, and I found a t- uh, group of tight-knit friends, and I've had, like, a blast ever since then. Yeah. So. To kind of piggyback off of that, really just in a more broad term, just be willing to open up your mind and your ideas for what you'd be willing to do. Yeah. Because you never know if you if you're interested in doing something, even if it's so far left field for you, but you have a, some interest in doing it. Try it. You never know. Yeah. Like whether that be in band, whether that be art, whether that be whatever. That you know, what's what's the harm of trying? It's a good point. That's Definitely. good stuff. Sounds yeah. good. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me, of course. Next up, we'd like to welcome Mrs. Lucas. Hi. First off, we would like to give Mrs. Lucas a round of applause for putting together a fun and COVID-safe homecoming. Yay. Thank you. All right, so what do you do here at Riverside? I teach English, and I'm the student council advisor. Um, Can you kind of tell us what it was like planning this past homecoming? Crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I found out like a week before that we we were going to have it outside, so... That was a little tricky, but um, Rock the House was the entertainment company that did everything, and they did such a good job. And um, Mrs. Smolin, one of the principals, hooked us up with some tents. And did you like have everything pretty much planned for the inside homecoming, and yes. then they just dropped it all on you? Well, I they we had explored the possibility yeah. of having it outside, but it wasn't like yeah. There was really no decision made. That's why I didn't sell tickets until the last oh, week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which that was also kind of crazy uh-huh. to sell yeah. a thousand <laughs> tickets in all one week. Right there, yeah. Yeah. It was very enjoyable, though. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I really liked Thank it. Thank you. I, I don't know if it was just because we were seniors or not, but it was probably the best one we've had. Yeah, it was cool being outside because you guys weren't so hot. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good, and it was really different, and I think since we missed out on one last year, I think that's going to be a cool memory to have. Yeah, for sure. I think the ninth time. graders were like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think you're going to do it outside again next year? I don't know. It, rain is scary, Yeah. and tents are expensive, and getting a tent that fits a 1,000 people is yeah. super then, expensive. And uh-huh. not needing it, too. Yeah, I would yeah. love to have it outside again because I think it was way better, and it wasn't so hot and kind of gross and smelly. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'll think yeah. I'm, I'm going to work on it. It was we'll just see. a cool environment. If, if timing wasn't a problem, do you think it's easier to plan it to be inside or outside? Uh, I think it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some unexpected things you guys ran into planning it? Um, little pebbles on the parking lot that we had to have, like oh. blow off the parking lot because oh, really? there was like yeah we, the custodians <laughs> had to blow off the parking lot because there was like little pebbles and we were afraid people were gonna step on them. Oh wow! Um, and then figuring out how they were gonna set it up with um, football Friday yeah, night uh-huh. and then the River Hawks played all day Saturday. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so wow. like the little River Gosh. Hawks were there all day Saturday really? until like five o'clock. So then it was Jeez. like trying to like oh wow That's work around close, that. Yeah. And so. 
So what's your favorite part of the planning and least favorite part? Um, my favorite part is seeing it all come together, probably. But, like, figuring out a theme and then working with um, Rock the House on how we're going to make that work. Um, my least favorite part is selling tickets because it's awful um, yeah. to sell that many Ugh. tickets. And that amount of time is, like... Seems pretty stressful. It's uh, very high stress. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you handle it pretty well, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, like, the... Well, as... Because I attended the dance, there was, like, the things on the screen. Like, did you have input on that kind of stuff? And, like, the de- like is that part of A what little you bit. do, too? Like, okay. I sent them some stuff, and then they kind of showed me what they had. So that was... Uh-huh. That was that was kind of cool, Has too. it been the same people the whole time you've been doing Homecoming or no? Um, n- yes and no. It was Zone Entertainment, but oh, then Zone yeah. merged with oh, really? Rock the House, so it's still essentially the same people. Yeah. But those, uh, those guys are really good. Yeah, years ago we used to like put up Gossamer and like cut, cardboard cutout things, which is what most schools do. Yeah. Like, if you go to like other schools, that's what they have. Like, yeah, and then really? just like a basic DJ. Oh, really? But then um, we decided that we should just let them do yeah. everything, uh-huh. and yeah. it's so much better. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And do you have an exact final count for the tickets sold? I sold 1,009 tickets, Whoa. but then we sold, um, I want to say, like, 15 more at the door. Oh, wow. But wow. not everybody who I sold a ticket to came. So yeah. I think our final number was somewhere around 1,012 people. Wow. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> do you know what, like, the is that the highest you've had? Or do you no. Remember? When you guys were sophomores two years ago, we yeah. had 1,100. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. And that <laughs> was when it was crazy. inside, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I, li- I liked being outside. My hair stayed nice. No one was sweaty. It was, it was pretty airy. I thought it was a great time. I, I liked know. it being outside. Henry and some of the boys were still pretty sweaty, I would say, by the end of the night, <laughs> even though they were outside. I'm I feel like outside made it like kind of like a concert, too. Yeah. Which really it was cool. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a cool environment, especially yeah. like when you got there earlier and saw the sunset, and then it changed the dark. Uh-huh. Instead of just being like in a dark room the whole entire time, yeah. it was like yeah. changing throughout the night. I think it was really cool. Yeah. And I think it was like surprising too because people didn't really know going into it what to expect yeah i feel like people were like blown away kind of honestly i was like i don't think this is going to be like past years and homecoming i wasn't like really anticipating and then it ended up like blowing away those two other years like i was like wow this was so much it was so fun and like i really enjoyed it yeah, yeah. people kept asking me how's this gonna work how's this gonna work yeah. like just wait and see uh-huh. okay just yeah. wait it's too hard to explain yeah. just wait and see it's yeah. gonna be yeah. cool i promise yeah. one thing that surprised me was the parking was not that bad at all no like for having all those parking spots taken up too yeah. i think yeah. we lost 35 parking spots was it and that's really not that yeah. bad and we didn't even open up overflow back behind the field house because oh, we didn't wow. need it yeah yeah. But the ninth graders and half the 10th oh, graders yeah. don't drive. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So. And a lot of people get dropped off, too. Right. But you also have to think about them getting picked up, too. It just yeah. traffic oh, yeah. was te- The traffic was crazy when yeah. I drove by. It was so much. And then what's your best piece of advice for the listeners, if you have? Just any? get involved in something that you like, no matter what it is. If it's in school or out of school, find something that you like and do it. Because if you never do anything, then you don't know what you're into, and you don't, yeah. you don't ever find your passion so that's good all right i think that wraps it up thank Thank you for coming on all right that's all for episode four of recognizing rhs presented by smoothie king thank you guys for listening to this week's episode remember to visit one of the smoothie kings located in painesville or menor have a great week everyone see you next monday beavers